Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the Political Panda program. So happy you all could join me today on the program. If it sounds a little different today, uh, that is because it's a brand new mic. Yes, it, it's a brand new mic. Uh, we're no longer using the old mic. There is now a full-on actual... There, there's a lot more stuff happening on this show now to an actual audio interface to... There's a lot more, okay? So anyway, that's why there was no show on Friday. I was fully setting this thing up and making sure that everything was working, sounded good. If things need a bit of adjustment, please do, in fact, let me know. I will gladly adjust volumes and whatnot. I've been told that this has been sounding good for the past few days, so by other people I know and talk to, so please do let me know. If there is a problem, of course, if you haven't already and you are new here to the Political Panda program, please consider subscribing, commenting down below, and of course, checking out the Twitter and Truth Social, and of course, checking out the Substack. Well, it's a fun new week here on the program, and of course, being as a, it's a fun new week on the, uh, on the program, we, we have more to talk about than ever before. I'm just kidding. We're, we have some fun updates. Uh, we have some stuff that uh, could be coming down from the Supreme Court any time now, any day. As well as a, a brand new theorem has been proposed by someone in the Alphabet Gang. And man, am I excited to show you that. But of course, we gotta start out with some stuff that we missed uh, last week, of course. At, um, at the very end of, of last week, uh, Joe Biden did a some sort of, you know, stupid rally where he talked about, you know, the need for gun control and him trying to explain guns is like a four-year-old trying to, you know, explain theoretical physics. It, It's not going to end well. Well, here is how he ended his speech last week. All right. God save the queen, man. I'm sorry, this, this this is the President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. The Queen is dead, by the way. I don't I don't know which Queen he, he's saying God save the Queen to. No pre- <laughs> Where does this dude- By the way, uh, after this, uh, he has to be uh, escorted off the stage by Secret Service because he has no idea where the fuck to go. So, um... <laughs> The thing that I love about all of these, like, Biden speeches is that there are literally two microphones on the actual, like, podium that they just don't hook up. And so he just holds, like, a microphone and it's like, why aren't you using the microphones that are on the po- I, I do not, I'm not, <laughs> of course, so great work, uh, president um great work god save the queen ah shit too too uh too late on that one too too uh too late so that that's that's fun of course so great great stuff out of biden are completely competent you know always there uh president of the united states who is you know never just not not been there so that's that's great that, that's fantastic and of course, Corrine Jean-Pierre, she's um, back at it again. Uh, she gave an interview to the Griot, a self-described 
uh, media network focused on the African-American community to amplify black culture. And, uh, well, of course, uh, you know, here's what Kareen had to uh, say about herself. A year in this role, there's been a couple of things that I that has made me incredibly Many things, many things have made me incredibly proud to be at that podium uh, during this historic moment. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure, and I certainly walk in history every day. But this is also a historic making administration because of this president. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm a historic figure. Yeah, guys, guys, the black lesbian terrible press secretary of the white house is a historic figure you know you know what she is a historic figure why because i'm such a terrible white house press secretary that it would be shocking to find someone even worse (laughs) and you know the biden administration it's a historic administration where I'm, I'm not getting, I swear, like almost every week, I hear the fact that someone else in the administration is leaving. So yes, it's historic. It, 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 more people leave the fucking the the fucking Biden administration than the collective people who just abandoned their Walmart and fucking Amazon jobs every single day. <laughs> uh, historic, my ass. My ass is more historic. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. The, the fact that, that that we have to be this whole idea of we're historic we're we're historic we're making history right now like that does that just not feel like slightly I I, I hate that kind of term because I'm like it, it, you're in the present right now like maybe live the, the, it's not history yet like no one's sitting over in a corner journaling this down or you know like it's not <laughs> you're gonna be is just another administration of the books maybe you'll be one that maybe is looked back on most likely negatively because you're literally the worst administration since like ever (laughs) but you know these guys are great they're so 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 good at this oh oh man oh great great stuff Crean is just great at this she's one of the best and of course, well, you know, of course, we showed you that first clip, you know, what's better than just, you know, brain dead Joe Biden, who says we're building a bridge from the Pacific to the Indian Ocean to saying God save the queen to him trying to describe, you know, gun control and bump stocks and other fun stuff about guns. Well, what if you combined that and then Senator John Fetterman, a literal person who is actually brain dead, who somehow is in Congress. And, uh, well, when you combine those two things, you get, uh, of course, um, well, some very interesting results. Scientists are still pondering how this could have not gone any be- uh, worse. But, of course, here is the uh, very fun John Fetterman and uh, Joe Biden collab that absolutely no one asked for. The president, again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick. 
fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the American. <laughs> Man. Whoo. Oh, great, great stuff there. Whoo. Yes. Oh, just fantastic. Oh, oh man. Great work, everyone. <laughs> America, folks. We're in the right direction. Woo. Jesus, man. I, I, I didn't think it'd be possible for them to actually, like, I didn't think it was actually, like, I didn't think it'd get be worse. I, I actually didn't think it could possibly, like, get worse. You know, I, I, I didn't think that would happen. But you know what? Never, never say never. You know, it, it can always apparently uh, get worse. Uh, in fact, so uh, that's th that's very, very much uh, interesting to say the least. The fact that uh, apparently it can get worse, <laughs> and things really go sideways as soon as, of course, you combine two of the worst things: John Fetterman while wearing a hoodie and being the most unprofessional politician I've ever seen, and Joe Biden, who's standing there and probably wondering where the fuck I am, genuinely, because I don't even think he knows where the fuck he is. So, yes. Well, taking you, of course, now across the country out to California, of course. So, at the uh, end of last week... Uh, or on the, this past weekend, the Dodgers were going to have their Pride Night. This is the thing that happens all over the MLB. It's something that a lot of teams do, you know. And so, if you don't know, out in L.A. County, I, I know this is going to shock you for California, but there are a lot of Catholics there. And so, well, the L.A. Dodgers was going to honor a, you know self-described queer and trans nuns, the per nuns of perpetual indulgence, basically people that literally mock Catholicism and, you know, completely just absolutely, you know, uh, are, are not up for any of this kind of stuff. You know, that's not, that's not what any of them are about. Like, they just want to be able to go and enjoy a, a, a nice, you know, baseball game, you know, that's all they want to do with their family and just not have their faith be completely, you know, trampled all over. Well, the Dodgers were like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, we're getting a lot of, you know, hay and feedback about this of maybe we shouldn't do this, you know, maybe, you know, the backlash, you know, maybe we shouldn't, you know, go forward with, you know, doing something as you know, dumb as this. And so they postponed it. They have decided, they decided that they, well, they weren't going to do it. They were like, Hey, we'll still have our pride night, but we have, you know, disinvited, you know, the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Then, you know, one day after, uh, yeah, no, they, uh, then reinvited them. They reinvited the sisters of perpetual indulgence and, well, Catholics were like, yeah, we aren't having it. 
We 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 ain't having it. So five thousand Catholics uh, show up outside of uh, of the Dodgers Stadium, and uh, here here's what uh, here's what that sounded like. Submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, Man, there, there I is trust a lot you. of people. They're Jesus, all. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name Holy of the Father, crap! That's way more than five thousand people. The They're Holy all, Amen. you know, fully into their religion. And man, America's oh bishop. Man. I'm not gonna let him go. Like they are all there. The full-on event had a massive, massive outpour uh, against this. And of course, well, in inside the stadium. It um it was a little different than normal, and by a little different um, well, inside the stadium, it's it it was a a, a little empty, L just a little empty. Of course, you have some people inside the community, you know, still enjoying. Of course, there are some people completely booing them because obviously, you know. So, yes, no, the, the, uh, the basically, the baseball stadium was empty. It was empty. There's no one in here. These stands are so empty that I swear I've seen more people in a WNBA crowd for, you know, like final. Like that, the, the stadium is empty, okay? Like, this stadium is huge, okay? It's hard to even just, like, hard to fill up a stadium normally. But, like, when you look out at, like, a normal game, like, there is normally, you know, normally there is a fuck ton of people in those stadiums. Okay, this is what happens. People are getting sick and tired of it. They don't want to hear about it anymore. They don't want to hear about who you're fucking. They don't want to hear about what kind of sexual stuff you want to do. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Most people want to live their fucking lives, leave them the fuck alone. That's it. None of these people give two craps, two shits about this. And I, I think this should be a major warning sign of a, hey, even out in a place like California, the fucking Sodom and Gomorrah of fucking America, a place where literally every single day you have sex parties in the hills and a whole bunch of other weirdo shit happening, even out in a place like that, in LA, like almost the capital of so like basically Sodom and Gomorrah, you literally have fucking 5,000 plus Catholics showing up in protest against people who are mocking Catholics in front of the Dodger Stadium, basically making the entire stadium just empty for the entirety of their pride game, where no one's showing up, meaning that the amount of money that they're making during that day is minuscule. I mean, minuscule. Not even enough to really even, you know, pay anybody. Like, no one is having a good day when that happens. So, the the entirety of this it should send shockwaves as well as just a major warning sign that there are people in this nation that are starting to rise up and say, go fuck yourself. I'm not dealing with this shit no more. This is this is just not okay. I'm not dealing with it. So, clearly, you know, Catholics are coming out in huge numbers to fully 
come out against this. And even more shockwaves are hitting the world. As sad news, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Queen of Woke herself, uh, were called grifters by a top Spotify executive after officially a breakup between both the both the grifters and the streaming behemoth. It was announced that Spotify and the uh, the couple would no longer continue their business relationship as they've mutually agreed to part ways and were proud of the series that they made together. Okay, so here's the thing. So the whole idea of this whole thing, um, here is the whole deal with this. Okay, Prince and Meghan, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are falling off a cliff. Nobody likes these two anymore. These woke, virtue signaling, you know, royalty nonsense people where you have a complete B-list, you know, person who is on most, what, a deal or no deal and a literal prince who she claims, oh, I didn't even know he was a prince when I met him. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, join the fucking rest of women's, you know, avoidance of actually going for a dude like that. Yeah, mm, mm, uh-huh. Well, okay, so the pair has a podcast production company, okay? Now, keep in mind, if you and I, like, if I was this rich, okay, if I'm getting a Spotify deal, right? So they're spot, they got a Spotify deal to literally produce stuff for Spotify. So their production company called Arcwell Audio had a multi-year partnership with Spotify that was expected to include multiple programs. However, they only ever produced one series, Markle Show Archetypes, and a holiday special since signing a deal back in 2020, and they didn't premiere the first episode of Archetypes until 2022, and it only lasted 12 episodes. Now, you might be asking, well, how much was this, you know, great deal and, you know, like 13, 13 total podcasts, how, how much was that worth? Well, accordingly, it was worth around $20 million, and that now, because of how, you know, they actually didn't even produce enough content, they aren't even going to get that full $20 million because they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Doug, this show, okay, this show puts out, you know, what, almost, you know, coming up on over, what, about 20, 20-ish episodes a month of this show come out every single month. Doug, <laughs> Even just every other podcast in the world produces at least, what, one show per week with way more production value, like even like, or even like a lot less money than they get. Dog, it's not hard to do these things. They genuinely, I don't get how you are this rich and you can't even put in the time to just fulfill your like very few things that you have to actually do because I don't know what else they do besides do interviews virtue signal and don't do anything else i mean they literally literally the uh they are absolutely just shit i mean okay here is uh bill simmons head of podcast innovation and monetization at uh, spotify slamming both of them in this day and age and we're not talking gambling and barely talking fantasy at this point ridiculous yeah i'm good with my that, last too. one is uh is prince harry Oh, yeah. 
shoot this guy to the sun. I'm so tired of this guy. What what does he bring to the table? He just whines about shit. Why he keeps giving interviews? Who gives a shit? Who cares about your life? You weren't even like the favorite son. The other guy was the king. You're like the fucking Fredo. Fuck Our you. wives care. Our wives care about him. They That's don't even cares. care. Does your wife care about Prince Harry? Uh, Nobody uh, cares about uh, this. He had a enough. fucking eight, eight yeah. episode Netflix show. What did they? What did we find out? Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, that's I can't him. stand him. So tired. I'm yeah. so embarrassed that I fucking have to share Spotify with him. The guy sucks. Did you? Uh, oh, you don't have to share with anybody. Didn't they tell you? You don't have to share. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't. I get no. to keep it. Yeah, you're no, right. You're good. You get to, to share keep with the whole him. thing. By the way, the news it's is just coming in that he's on our platform. He's replacing Kornacki, Prince Harry. That's not good. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> It'll be the what first productive thing he did. What does he do? It's one of those things where it's like, what's your talent? Why are we yeah. listening to you? What's your thing? So you were born in a royal family and then you left. What what are you good at? Yeah, he didn't do anything there, and now he's going to come here and do nothing. But yeah, you live in fucking Montecito, us. and you just yeah. like you sell documentaries and podcasts, and nobody cares what you have to say about anything unless you talk I about the royal this. family. And you just complain about him. He's got a <laughs> book. What do you write a book about? <laughs> well, this... yeah, honestly, he's the worst. <laughs> All right, let's take. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I'll have to do some stuff with adjusting audio for media stuff, by the way. I, I just looked over and I realized it's slightly louder, so I'm terribly sorry about the clips from earlier. Hopefully it wasn't too loud. I know that one was a bit loud, so going to try to make sure I adjust things a li little bit more. Like I said, I haven't done everything. There are still plenty of adjustments to be made with this new setup, believe me. I'm still fully learning how to even use this device. But yes, so their stuff's gone. Of course, last year in May, their Netflix canceled their uh, animated series before it even aired a single episode. Everywhere and anywhere they turn, everything is just being canceled on them. Everything is being just completely, you know, gone. It's not there. Everything is just gone for these two. Nobody likes them. Nobody wants them. They're just completely being thrown out because they're grifters. They don't do anything. They're rich for the sake of being rich. They're like the worst kind of rich person because at least with normal rich people, they're actually like doing things. Okay, like they may be showing off their money, but at least they did something to earn all the money. You know, like they're actually, you know, like, oh, like I sacrificed so many of these years to go out and do any of these things. No, nothing nothing is going on between these two they don't do anything the most work i've ever seen uh them do is be interviewed and maybe you know write a book which any person can write a book if you give them enough time believe me it can be filled with basic as shit with nothing or and you can just write if you tell people to just write about their lives and you you can make a really shit boring book so that's not that hard okay and, and Fucking what? I think Meghan Markle, I've heard, like, a very few things ever from her show. And even then, it's a very basic podcast. I mean, seriously, all it takes is a microphone like what I'm using, one, you know, audio interface, and you don't even have to go for as expensive an auto audio interface as I have, one computer, and even then it doesn't even have to be that powerful. It could just even be a laptop and, like, a screen or something to monitor this shit. And then to edit the audio, that's it. It doesn't take that much to make a podcast. So the idea that these two are the laziest fucking people I have ever seen, I, I 
I have just Jesus, man. They don't do anything. So they're they're fucking grifters, and it's I'm glad to see that finally a lot of people are realizing that they are the grifters that they are. Well, our uh, our our great and masterful, uh, you know, our, our great and masterful, you know, military. You know, they're they're great. They're fantastic, for the most part. You know, the, the standard soldier, you know, most of them, great and fantastic individuals. But people who are higher up, man, do they seem to be real pieces of trash. Here is, of course, uh, here's, of course, one of our great, uh, you know, great people in the uh, Space Force. Just really showing off, you know, how much just the absolute just woke mind virus has uh, taken its toll on America. Transformational cultural change requires leadership from the top. And we do not have time to wait. Since January of this year, more than 400 anti-LGBTQ plus laws have been introduced at the state level. That number is rising and demonstrates a trend that could be dangerous for service members, their families, and the readiness of the force as a whole. When I look at potential candidates, say for squadron command, I strive to match the right person to the right job. I consider their job performance and relevant experience first. However, I also look at their personal circumstances and their family is also an important factor. It's a good match for a job does not feel safe being themselves and performing at their highest potential at a given location, or if their family could be denied critical health care due to the laws in that state. I am compelled to consider a different candidate and perhaps less qualified. Yes, that's it's that's correct. Yes. She she is looking at not, you know, just your qualifications and you know, you know, stuff like that. No. It's of course, you know, you got to be you got to be coming from a you got to be very much confirming that she is a major major ally. You know, you gotta, you know, looking at all the laws, your family, in terms of just, you know, are, are, you know, are you, you know, in a state with a lot of anti-LGBTQ laws, are you a big supporter of those things? Like, no, eh, we might choose someone that is, you know, maybe less qualified for the role. Keep in mind, this is coming from somebody who's in Space Force, which is already a part of the military that uh, we could do without because they don't do anything. Okay, who, Space Force for what? I, I'm sorry, I generally like the military as a whole, but Space Force for what? Huh? Space Force for whomst and what? You don't do anything. You're the, you don't ever have to do anything. What are you going to do if a war is declared? Nothing. What, what are you actively going to do? What are you going to, like, is there some sort of giant space laser that the Space Force has access? Is, is that what they have? Do we have the Death Star just sitting in our pocket that we aren't just pulling out everywhere and just showing off? Is, is that something you have? Like, what the fuck is it that you people actually do? Generally, in, in the same aspect of fucking... Of Meghan Markle, I really have to question what do people in the Space Force actually do? Like, I feel it's the branch of government that you go into if you just, you want to say, oh, I'm in the military, but then I'm also just, you're in Space Force. So what do you do? 
oh, well, I just stay in shape and, you know, do a lot of, like, astronaut training and stuff like that. So you're just an astronaut, but for the military. Yeah. What else, what else do you do? Like, what... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious what people in the Space Force genuinely actually do. Like, genuinely. What do you actually do? That's a real question. Well, the FBI continues to uh, be big piles of shit. As, uh, so... Uh, last week, uh, this didn't pop up on my radar until this week. It popped up on mine. So apparently, the Department of Justice announced the arrest of a teenager in Massachusetts on, on allegations that they provided financial support to an Islamic State group. The arrest picked up uh, the arrest of Matteo Ventura, an 18-year-old resident of, of a town, and claims that an international terrorist financer and ISIS supporter had been busted in the U.S. The Justice-owned uh, press release uh, trumped, uh, trumpeted Ventura's arrest for knowingly concealing the source of material. The only problem is how it's been described and that it's according to their own criminal complaint. Ventura never actually funded any terrorist group. The only terrorist he is accused of ever being in contact with was an undercover FBI agent who befriended him when he was 16 years old, solicited small cash donations in the form of gift cards, and directed him not to tell anyone about their intimate online relationship, including his family. The arrest has shaken this family, who denied allegations that their son was a terrorist, said he's being manipulated by the FBI. Paul Ventura, the dad, told The Intercept that Matteo suffered from childhood development issues and has been forced to leave his was forced to leave his school due to bullying from other students. He was born premature, he had brain development issues, uh, I, I had the school do a neurosurgery uh, evaluation on him, and they said his brain was underdeveloped. He was suffering endless bullying at school from other kids, taking food off his plate, tripping him in the hallway, and humiliating him and laughing at him. Yes, the, the FBI here... The good guys in the case. We got them, guys. We arrested the terrorist. Yes, two years ago, they, they started this shit. Two years ago. Jesus Christ. God, dude. I mean, what a what an absolute... What an absolute, just... Absolutely just terrible thing. They basically groomed a fucking kid and then arrest him for being a terrorist. Even though... He's not a, a terrorist. So that's f fun stuff. So be careful who uh, who who you're talking to. Uh, as apparently this is uh, something that the FBI really likes to do. Paul Ventura, the father, said that in 2021, armed FBI agents from uh, arm visited his home, informed him that his son had been browsing websites that he shouldn't be looking at, and connected him with what they say. Uh, what said was a counselor. After his initial visit, he said he had no knowledge of his son's ongoing communications with the FBI undercover agent online. The FBI came to his house. They took his computer and said he's on these sites he shouldn't be on. We said okay, and he wasn't arrested. At that time or anything, I didn't hear from them again after that. But I guess over time, things escalated. I wasn't home a lot because I work, and he wasn't at school because of the bullying. Instead of them telling me that he's doing what he's doing online and take his computer away, they let him keep doing it. So, yes. He communicated with a full-on 
is full on with the FBI agent where they basically groomed him into becoming and making donations to be a fucking terrorist, according to them. So, great work, everyone. Uh, great work at the FBI. You you did it again. You, you got a terrorist for supporting the F... for supporting ISIS, except for the fact that it was literally towards one of your own informants who then just arrested him for being a terrorist, even though he wasn't going to be a terrorist. So great work, everyone. Great work. This the FBI always doing the best for America every single time. Ooh, that's great. Mm. Well, in other news, the American Medical Association is claiming that the BMI, or the Body Mass Index uh, metric, has caused historic harm by being used for racist exclusion and has vowed to protect gender-affirming care for transgenders. Ah, so brave. The American Medical Association, which was founded in 1847 as a lobbying group for more than 270,000 physicians and medical students and uh, medical students. Of course, they've of course done so much fun stuff all around for everyone. And of course, last week they published a paper titled The Use of BMI Alone is an Imperfect Clinical Measure. But BMI is just, it's imperfect. Guys, it's imperfect. Is a person's weight in kilograms or pounds divided by the square of height in meters. A BMI can indicate high body fatness. BMI screens for weight categories that may lead to health problems, but it does not diagnose the body fat, uh, fatness or health of an individual. Ah, uh, ah, uh, so brave, so stunning. Yes, guys, it's it's racist. It's sexist. It's just such a terrible, terrible thing. God. Oh, man. You know, what a what a terrible, terrible thing. Yes, everything is racist, everything is sexist, and you've just you've just gotta point it out, okay? Just don't ask questions. Don't think about it too hard. Okay, if you're thinking about it too hard, you know, then maybe you, you're you're the one who's wrong, okay? You're thinking about it for too long. Just just if you stop thinking about it, then uh everything will be fine. So just stop thinking about it. And uh just know that it's completely, completely racist. So, yes. So, we are entering the second half of June already. I know it feels like it just became June, you know, monochromatic Pride Month. It only feels like just the other week we are announcing the great, you know, month of monochromatic Pride Month. Ugh, man. So, yes. So, of course, there are still a lot of cases yet to be decided that can make a massive impact on the, the, U, uh, the U.S. Some include the stair, uh, Students' Fair Emissions against the University of North Carolina, Harvard, uh, which, if, which, if it goes, for the, uh, goes in the favor of the Students' for Fair Admissions, this could overturn the actual... Uh, racial discrimination that is, of course, affirmative action, which this one would be huge. If if they win, if Students for Fair Administrations wins both of these cases and gets uh, 
who gets, you know, this actual, you know, like, if they get this, affirmative action in America is dead. So that one is uh, great. Of course, you know, there are a few other ones uh, in here. Uh, of course, there's a case against uh, Norfolk Railway. You'll know that they are, of course, the uh, ones who had the actual, uh, you know, train wreck earlier. Uh, you also have, of course, you know, the United States versus Texas. You've got a lot of different cases. Uh, of course, you also have a case against Nebraska over some stuff. You have, of course, Department of Education versus, uh, of course, uh, Brown over the debt relief program. So you have a lot of stuff in here, which could be interesting to see what actually comes down. So we'll, of course, when those things come in from the court, we'll, of course, bring them to you here on the program. But seriously, go read through that full list. There is a lot of stuff in there still to be decided. And the biggest one, though, is that the affirmative action stuff has not come down. And that could send just the same amount of shockwaves. If that gets overturned and affirmative action officially dies here in America, that will be a massive, massive change and a big win for everyone and every student in America. Well, I was going to bring you this uh, this last week. But, uh, of course, um, I, uh, I didn't because, well, you know, other things kind of got in the way. But, so, a Belgian father faked his own death just to show up at his own funeral in a helicopter. The 45-year-old uh, uh, dad who uh, duped family members into believing he was dead to demonstrate the importance of staying in touch... Uh, apparently he faked, uh, had a fake funeral occur near a Belgian city earlier this month, and he wanted to sh see how his family members would react. Uh, the wife and children helped carry out the, uh, prank. Uh, of course, they were very much, you know, fully in line, you know, saying, like, rest in peace, you know, why is life so unfair, you were going to be a grandfather, you still had so much, you know, life, you know, all sorts of stuff to make it seem like the person was dead. Remember, though, there was a lot of people all showing up to, um, actually see that, uh, of course, that, uh, uh, of course, have a full-on fake funeral for himself just to see and really show the importance of staying in touch with your folks and your family. So, bit of bit of fun stuff to, of course, get you in a little bit of better mood just before I drag you right back down with this. So, we're going to end today with, apparently, gender is now not just 2D. I hope you got some 3D glasses still from the early 2010s, because cause old trans man here, or I should say man pretending to be a woman, is uh, really about to just full-on, full-on show you some absolutely just ridiculousness. Let's just jump into it. Let's go. I bought a whiteboard for this, so y'all had better pay attention. So gender is a spectrum, right? Wrong. Wait, I still need that. This little line does play into it though. We'll label this side the concept of boy, concept of girl on this side. Three marks not necessary. One line is not enough. Chaka, chaka. Eh. 
hit, try again. So up here we have femininity, and down here we have masculinity. What the? Off-screen editing, whoa! Oh, it's bigger! So now we have the two-dimensional plane of gender rather than just one singular spectrum. Girl, boy, feminine, masculine. X-axis equals concept. Y-axis equals expression. And that's all you need to know, right? Wrong. Still need that. There's gotta be a third axis. I'm calling this bad boy gender saturation. As in how much the idea of these labels matter to you. We'll label this side H for heck yeah it matters. And this side I for I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, Z is saturation. I call this the infinite gender cube, TM. There's no actual trademark. I just thought it was cute. Example of hypothetical gender. <laughs> we have the butch lesbian. Before we dive in, these are arbitrary numbers. Concept of gender, 100. Girl. Expression of gender, negative 100. Masculine. Saturation of gender, 50. Yeah, definitely care about it quite a lot. Heck yeah. Why'd you write 50 when the others are 100? I wanted to spice it up, okay? New gender just dropped. Here we have the elusive femboy. Concept, negative 100. Boy. Expression, 100. Feminine. Saturation at 50 for heck yeah. What's this doodad right here? This is the point of androgyny. To be at this point, it's more about the vibes than the looks. Oh, would you look at that? It's the agender dot. Gender concept, zero for no. Gender expression, whatever. Gender saturation, negative infinity, my friends. Whoa, where did this blob come from? It's me. Hello. I have a lot of fluidity and variance in my gender, but I typically exist in this concept of girl and feminine expression region. Most of the time, I have a high saturation. It matters to me. Every now and then, I'm like, mm, no, I don't get it. Once again, the infinite gender cube. Give me your coordinates. <laughs> We're so fucked. Uh, yes, yes, everyone. Where do you place on the infinite gender cube? <laughs> yes, everyone. America is not falling. You're you just laugh through the pain. Just laugh through the pain. Ah, uh, ah, oh, man. Ah, uh, the infinite gender cube everyone 2d genders were just not enough we needed those 3d genders now well anyway that is going to end today's program if you haven't already please consider hitting that subscribe button leave me some feedback on the new mic and of course some settings so that i know what to adjust for the next episode and of course tune in tomorrow for more show of course, follow on Twitter and True Social. Check out all the articles and the Substack down below. And of course, have a fantastic Monday and a good rest of your week, everyone. Let's rein in that week. Monochromatic Pride Month keeps going, keeps continuing. But now with 3D. Good night, everyone. <laughs>